0: I'm Hello, okay. hello. This hello. Is Aaron. And
1: it's Kaya. We are here. Bravo Wild Black. We have one of the most special guests that we've had yes, in quite yes. some time. We have an actual housewife. Thank you very much. We have Miss Lisa Barlow, and we love that, From don't we? Salt Lake. We love that. <laughs> we love that. How are you, Lisa? You look gorgeous today, as Thank usual.
0: you. You guys should I'm see so her. Good. Yeah. We got
2: our first like real snowstorm last night. So we finally have snow on the ground. It literally has felt like spring. So it's so amazing. Like, I love it. Love it. <laughs>
0: I love I love the scenery just watching the show. So I could imagine.
1: Yeah, and then you guys also have really good music on the show. Like it's like a <laughs> like oh. it's a weird kind of like church, but then they remix it. But then like it has like I don't know. It's weird. We <laughs> everything about the show is different. Like from the people that star into it to the music to the scenery, and that's why we love it so much.
0: Evening the op- even the opening song. My mom's like, this is this is
2: yeah. Dream. Like this it has flavor different. with it. <laughs> I know it's so good. They they did us right, like I'm like, you guys are treating us so well. I was excited at first when they would like pan from one housewife to another. John's like, Did they give you your own music? Like, I feel like there's music that plays when it's you, music that plays when it's Meredith. And I was like, I don't know, but it's cool. Like, they did good. You guys have your signature really sounds, you <laughs> our signature noises.
1: <laughs> but before we get into the show, um, can you tell us? A little bit about your background like where you're from um, yeah. what it was like for you growing up yeah. and how you ended up putting roots down in Utah ah uh,
2: um so I grew up in New York born and raised my whole family's still there um it's I'm one of six kids so there's I have four sisters and a brother and my parents were super young they fell in love they knew they wanted to be together so like they literally like my mom helped with my dad through everything like, you know, like schooling and work and my dad's an amazing, both of my parents are amazing, but for different reasons, my mom is super hardworking, super creative. I love her style because she's super natural. Like, um, my mom's never had any like filler or Botox or anything. And she's just aged like beautifully. And she literally instilled us that into us girls. Like she was always like, be so natural She loves fashion. My mom has like, even at, she's in her mid sixties and she dresses amazing. Like she's so tiny. She literally, (laughs) I think my mom's 88 pounds at five, six. It's genetic. She's just tiny. She's just tiny. And so she had six kids in eight years. Um, and literally like we just learned from a young age. Like we didn't, I don't know if I felt like, um, I didn't ask for much. Like, my mom always, my parents took amazing care of us. But I think, like, being one of the top three kids, I'm the number, I'm the third in line out of the six. Denise and I, my sister Denise and I share the middle spot. But I think I, like, took on a natural, like, naturally took on, like, a parental role with my younger siblings. So I helped out a lot with my three younger sisters. Like, before school, I did until I was like in middle school, I did my three younger sisters hair for school every day, made sure they were dressed. My parents both worked. So I was like kind of like the caregiver, like from like fifth grade, like in fifth grade, I was like getting everybody ready. And I just think my parents instilled like this really strong work that ethic in all of us where they were like, you know what, you can have anything you want. You just have to be willing to work for it. And we saw how hard our parents worked. Um, to accomplish things and like the risk that they took, like in business and, um, you know, in all aspects of their life. So I think that gave us a lot of confidence because we saw failures young, we saw wins young, you know, like there were some things that, um, you know, my dad worked on that were like so successful and some things didn't turn out that great. So you learn from that. And I think it gave me like an innate business. like I have an innate business acumen and it just played off that. Like, I just think it like gave me confidence because I'm like, okay, if we do that, that will happen. If we don't do that, this will happen. So hold on one second. Henry, um, God, I'm so sorry, guys. No, it's no problem. That's, our, that's our friend. I'm like, we've seen Henry a few uh, times. Sorry, Henry. <laughs> you're probably going to see him visiting a lot. Can but I you know, guys. with my parents, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um. Okay. I love you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, blowing Thanks me children. Um. But you know, being a part of a pack, it's awesome because I have four sisters. I'm used to being around a lot of girls. We support each other. We all have like super strong personalities, and you know, just that New York in us, like where we're like super direct. Um, I my I always tell my kids the bad truth is better than a good lie, and um, I just like people to be direct with me. I'm super direct back with them, and I think that stems from you know growing up with six kids and. Um, you know, you had to say what you wanted. You had to mean what you said with them because you can get lost in the shuffle. Like six kids in eight years is a lot. And <laughs> like, I don't know how my mom and dad did it. Like literally. like <laughs> Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> I'm
1: one of four, but I'm like the youngest one. So oh, you all get my, all the special treatment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I get my mom's special treatment and then all of my siblings are way older. So I was like spoiled. So then when I went out into the real world, I'm like sharing and like
2: <laughs>
0: I I remember (laughs) when my little sister was born, too. It was like, you know, you have that responsibility of being an older brother now and looking after her. So that was like a big thing for me because I was so used to being the only child and just, you know, relaxing in my room Mm -hmm. and having my own toys to play with. So that was like a lot. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, that can be a lot. I feel like Henry and Jack both get that because they're seven years between them. So I feel like they're both only children, and they both are very demanding. <laughs> like, they're both so, like me, me, me. But Jack's is- an amazing. If the roles are reversed, it would be tough. Like Jack is a much better. Like he's an amazing older brother. He's sensitive. Where Henry's just like, let's go. You know, Henry.
1: Okay, wouldn't I know that Jack? I think you said was a sage, right?
2: Henry's a Sag and Jack's a um, Libra. Libra, okay. Yeah, yeah, totally different, like
1: personalities. <laughs> <sorry>. I always <laughs> ask about the signs. You know? so <laughs> what would you say um would be okay? So, did you go to college? What did you study? Or did you like start businesses? What do you think? You know was, what? Like, your first, like like, oh my God, I did it, like
2: moment, you know? you know, there were a few different things. So, um, I bounced around school. So I came out to Utah to go to school. And that was like an amazing experience for me. And I was here for a few years and I was like, you know what? I really miss being home. I actually stayed summers too. So I wouldn't go home during the summer. I'd stay in Utah. I loved it here. I had such a solid friend group. Um, And like I really thought I was gonna be, you know, like when you graduate from high school, I'm gonna be a physical therapist. Well, my personality and physical therapy, I probably I could not see you doing that. (laughs) (laughs) You can (laughs) stay in one place. Let me check your bones and muscles and stretch (laughs) you out. Like so that wasn't like I was like, I'm not interested in this. And then I wanted to go back home. Like I was really missing being in New York, being around my family. So I told my parents if I came in and I moved back home and then went to school in New York at the University of New York at Albany. And I loved being home. Like I started dating somebody. Like I never really had a boyfriend until I moved back home. Like my whole life, like there are boys I had crushes on, but I just was like too busy to want to date. Like yeah. I thought would be the free spirit. That's like, Hey, okay, I'll go to the party with you. I'll hang out with you and not be tied down at all. Um, John's like probably my third boyfriend ever. <laughs> like I just like being free. And um, so then I went back to school in New York and that's when things started to click. So I had, you know, the kids I grew up with, one of them worked for um, a lot of things happened kind of at the same time. He was working for a guy named um, Nate Lisi of Mass Mutual. And my friend's name is Cale Van Buren, he's an awesome guy. And he's like, hey, will you help us out? While well, I was in school. he's like, you can work at night, you can pick a night that you want to work. And then, um, you know, like for us and like do lead generation type stuff, like where you're calling on, people that like are interested in financial planning services and stuff like that. That's like the boring stuff about it. But like, it was like really social, super interactive. And I helped grow his business um, oh, by setting up these appointments. And I didn't even really, I don't think at the time grasp the impact I was having on his business, but I was so social, super comp I, I was born with an innate confidence um, and that probably triggers some people, but I just am like, I go, go, go. And I'm like, oh, you hate me. It's okay. Oh, <laughs> I annoyed you today. You'll figure it out. Like, and, um, you know, I think that was so good for me to have that. And then I was um, met an f- amazing woman named Kathy and she owned a boutique and she's like, you would be perfect in my shop, but I didn't want to give up the other job. So I'm like, I'll help you in your boutique. So I would schedule my school. And then at night, I would just, I like to be busy. So I would just schedule stuff at night. And then I helped her with business. I like, it was a beautiful boutique in this place called Stuyvesant Plaza in upstate New York. I'm still friends with other boutique owners in the plaza. This is like since college. So it's a long time ago. I'm older than you guys. (laughs) Listen, you look amazing. um, (laughs) Thank you. We look older. Yeah. So not even... (laughs) Um, drink more tequila. It like preserves you. <laughs> like,
1: more Vida tequila, everyone.
2: You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> need to, we definitely need to. Um, so I started working at the boutique and then I learned a lot about business side, the buying, like how to merchandise things. I made all of her signs. I designed her business cards and she loved my aesthetic. And I was like, okay, so I've got the business side down. I've got the creative side down. And then for school, I took on an internship at St. Ann's Institute. It's a lockdown school for kids from all different walks of life, just troubled kids. And I fell in love with it. Like, I'm like, you know what? It was another learning experience for me, like how to do conflict resolution, how to build people up, when to be super honest with someone and when to kid love them. It was so great for me. So you had a good balance of like business, social and philanthropy. Yeah. And I feel like it all like kind of like made me think like, hey, like this all works together. And like I saw how, you know, everything I was doing was like teaching me something. And I think a biggest aha moment was for me was when I was at St. Anne's. Um, There was a Christmas, um, like a lot of kids I found out from, you know, I grew up with this like super loving family, super loving extended family, Mm -hmm. like full of love. And these kids didn't all have that. And some of them didn't have homes to go home to. Some of them had worse situations leaving the school and some of them, their parents just didn't want to deal with them. So I'm like, for the kids that had to stay at the school, I was like, let's do Christmas for them. And I went to every store in the Plaza and everyone was so generous, called their vendors. We got so many donations that every girl got six gifts. And that to me was such a major moment because I'm like, you know, this is like, you can accomplish a lot if you're aware And you're willing to ask people for help. And so for me, that's where I learned, like, I'm not afraid to ask for people for what I need. Um, And, you know, just started growing from there. Um, I worked with my mom um, on a really major business. And we built the company in Utah, Texas, Louisiana, upstate New York. And that was amazing for me. My mom's younger sister is totally self-made completely driven so i've been around really inspirational people both from my parents and my aunt and you know i just always have trusted myself i don't get distracted i don't get caught up in the minutia of things like i have a goal in my head and i really want to attain that and i think for a lot of people fear gets in the way like they're like how am i going to make this happen like even to this day you know bigger businesses bigger problems i'm never afraid of anything i'm like There's got to be, I think, worst case scenario out. And I'm like, let's go get it. Let's go make it happen. And, you know, luckily I'm married to someone who, like, likes me the way I think. You know, even though on the show it looks like he's like, stop. John's always like, let's go do more. Come on, let's go. And um, he's inspiring for me, too, because we're so different. Like, John's a Scorpio, and he's like a total type A personality but with me he kind of he has that leo moon though so i think that's yeah a there's a d- balance like, yeah <laughs>
1: are you
2: a leo he's
1: a leo yeah. oh
2: leo's my best match like i'm a sag what are you again Kev? i'm capricorn so i'm oh, like that's my control sign.
1: everything yeah that's where you get like the business side the boss side like let's
2: do this yeah. let's do this because the Sag just flighty so if i were just straight sag we might have some problems i'd start yeah. a lot of things and not finish but I'm like, I'm probably, I was supposed to be born in January, but um my mom's like, the cord was around your neck, so you had to come early. But, like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm, like, really Capricorn, like, too, like, a lot of the Capricorn. Yeah, you have all of the,
1: it seems like the it. rising, the moon. <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: like, it seems like it. It's just, if like, that's why competent. you two go
1: so well together, too. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. like, you can't, you can't have two bosses in a room. Like, but, like, I wouldn't have made it this far with the podcast and the page without him and him without yeah. me like i'm on the front lines i'm like i can be social but i'm just more like let's the, do what more we she's more of need the to person
0: to be like to we plan. gotta do this we gotta do that we gotta do this and then he helps that. me put it together and i'm like okay we're gonna put it together but and we're also gonna calm down
1: <laughs> and <laughs> i love you, it
0: you need that balance, balance. so and yeah. then sometimes as a leo too you don't have that same amount of confidence so you kind of like you you relax a little bit so i think you know me, porn, yeah. she pushes me sometimes and I'm like oh okay and like, then we end up with yeah.
1: this we end up with miss Lisa Barlow <laughs> on our podcast so it's like, without <laughs> I, both of us it wouldn't
2: work you know after the first time I met you guys I was like I love you too like literally <laughs> your energy and your you're positive nice. I love positivity like I have a hard time with negativity because I'm always like I want to go I want to be positive because you can't I gotta fix this real quick it's okay. you can <laughs> You can't be positive. Uh, if you like, sometimes when you're not as positive, it's so hard. Like you have to think, I think one, everyone always asks me like, what are the keys to success? And I'm like, you have to keep your eye on the ball and don't let any negativity come in your head, literally push it out. And when Jack was little, Jack is 16. Now he always has had an eight in an eight business, um, acumen like me, I feel like he gets what we're doing. Um, He's a lot like my husband, John, he's reserved. He's like polite. Um, He's really social too. Like with that Libra aspect. Um, But he, you know, would like start to get down on himself. And then one day on his own, he told, I would always be like, be positive, be positive. I think that's just how I parent. Mm -hmm. He started writing himself notes and putting it on the back of his door in the drawer where he opened up in the bathroom for his toothpaste and it would say, you're great. You're going to do amazing today. And it changed the mindset. Yes. Yeah, now, it was crazy because it sounds so cheesy. <laughs> but You never know but what not, works you, for you
0: different people. You definitely need that.
2: Yeah, like when, on Real Housewives of
1: Potomac, everyone, Candace had her. Yeah, her She's like, you are going to be okay. And me, as a Capricorn, I'm like, Oh, oh my God! We don't have time for that. But with yeah. other personalities, mm-hmm. it's like some people need
0: that. You have to, you do know,
1: it. I, those I, affirmations. Things. Yeah, exactly. I feel like
0: I need that my, myself sometimes. I'm like, you need. We
2: we all need, need it sometimes, okay. don't you think? Like, <laughs> yeah. We all need affirmations sometimes. But um, you know, like that's when I had my real aha moment, and I just started going from there, and. You know, I built a really great Rolodex for me. I've never been afraid to work hard and I do multiple things, but they all work together. And I think that's why it's um, been pretty good, you know?
1: Okay. So how did you get this title as like the Sundance queen? Like, I know that oh you, my ended gosh. Up, yes. you ended I, up going back to Utah. <laughs> like, that's the only thing that I knew about Utah was like, okay, like Sundance is somewhere in there, but how did you even start, you know, like
2: getting into that business mm-hmm. in that world? you know, a lot of different things. So I grew up in New York, so I had like amazing connections in New York and a lot of people in entertainment are in New York. And then for our business Vita, we travel all the time. So I'm constantly like you sit by and meet on the plane. We're best friends. Like Mm -hmm. I know your kids' names, like we're best friends. If I'm in your city, we're going to meet up for coffee. (laughs) And I've just always been like a naturally good networker. And so when I, I started going to Sundance in college. So when I was out here for school, I started going to Sundance and it was nothing like what it's turned into. It's like evolved and it's amazing and so cool. And it's so nice to have that in our backyard. But like people would start by calling me and asking me questions like, Hey, do you know anyone that can do this for me? I'm coming in for Sundance and doing a film party. Do you know anyone that would want to sponsor this? Like, do you want to put your tequila at our event? And this is like probably 13 years ago now. And so what started off as me just helping people and attending amazing parties. Um, I was like, wait, like I can do do something. Yeah. And then we launched Vita Tequila at Sundance in 2007, and we, you know, spent millions of dollars doing it, flying in all of our distribution partners and everything. And John and I are still in our 20s at this point too. Like, so it's like early on, like building that. Yeah. And so we paid so many people, and I was like, you know what? I can do this. So I, like all the people we met doing our own events. And then the people that were like in my Rolodex from growing up in New York, and I did a stint in LA. I literally started to turn it into like friendship into like a business. And, you know, I just found myself doing all the things that people needed locally where they didn't know the right vendors to go to with silicone slopes being here and like such a strong tech presence. We have so many amazing vendors for like everything you can think of. Like you need hats made in five minutes, you need signs made, a car wrapped, you're calling at 4:30 and you're like, I need the car wrapped by six. I know the people that can do that. And so I really turned it into it's a luxury lifestyle marketing company because not only do I create brands, I also create environments for brands to be in to net like, and they're used for all different types of things, sometimes for sales, sometimes for networking sometimes for showcasing. So it turned into something big. And what you don't get to see on the show is like all the events I did and how amazing they were. So one of my favorite events was the Latin X event that was hosted with America Ferreira and Eva Longoria. Jaden Smith was there. It was straight up A-list with like the top Latin producers Mm -hmm. and um, talent in the world. And it was Just more than that, like Black House at Sundance is so incredibly cool. My friend Rita, who is a powerhouse, who I met when we helped launch Underground at Sundance, John Legend's TV show, that was everything for me. Like we hung out with them and Rita's a powerhouse. So she was with WGN at the time. And then now is one of the major people at um, Apple. um, I think she's at Apple TV right now. And she's a, she's a powerhouse. Like, so she's super amazing, but we've done like, we've done our tequila. Like sometimes it's, we're doing things with our tequila and sometimes I'm producing it. So at black house, we were lucky enough to participate by donating bar where other things like Latin X, like I actually produced the whole event. And why that one was so special to me is because I own a company in Latin America in Mexico. And And I wanted to put my spin on it the way we see Mexico as modern and chic and like just so cool and like so innovative. So we created this like I I should post pictures, but the space was unbelievable. And everyone walked in like Eva Longoria was like, this looks unbelievable. This is the way I see latin america like just classy and sophisticated and people don't know like the other side
1: of it like it's it's super important and then also just with when you think sundance you're not really just thinking about like all of the things that go into it. You're thinking about like the stars and like the movies. The and stars all the that's, parties. Yeah. that's amazing. But at the parties, like how that all got put together, like you're a part of that. And then like, there's just so many different things that go on at Sundance. That's not yeah. just watching movies or like, you know. No,
2: and you know what? I, I watch the films, like we're lucky. I get to go to a lot of hot films, but the parties that we're putting on, they're like, also you become friends with all these studio heads mm-hmm. and all the agents. And, you know, we do things like separately from that, like with our brand. And then also with the Institute, I love working with the Institute. They have been nothing but amazing to me since I started working with, um, with them. But I mean, it's cool to work with major talent agencies. Like I did, um, I helped with WME's party, that HBO, um, piece that you saw on the show that was, um, HBO with Mark Wahlberg for mm-hmm. McMillions, wow. that wow. series is so good yeah, um, and then about. I'm at the parties too. So I feel like not only am I putting them on, but I'm also a guest up. And then I, I had an amazing experience with Turner networks. Like my friend at Turner, my friends at Turner are amazing. Like I could list all their names. They're amazing. And, um, we just built a really good business and worked with all the different networks. And, you know, there's so much more to it. Like there's what people don't realize about Sundance is things that are happening are buying and selling a film. So you do events for that. You do events for the talent so that they can show everyone like, hey, I was in this film. This is, we completed it. Let's do a screening. Let's talk about it. You get that one-on-one interaction. But while all the girls were at that fashion show in Park City, I was across the street with like Jude Law and Sienna. Like, yeah, you're really there.
0: You sound like the Sundance queen to me.
2: Yeah, that's what I wanted to
1: get to. (laughs) I would never
2: call myself that. But you know how it happened. I digress. But my friend Rita who was formerly with the WGN and Apple TV. She was there when production heard her say Lisa Barlow's the Sundance queen. Sorry. I had a pop-up come up. So she's like, (laughs) Lisa Barlow's the Sundance queen. And I like would never call myself that like, yeah but that's
1: why you have other people like to notice it and because you do everything so when people are seeing you do all this stuff putting it together and like especially when they know you like as a friend it's like this is who you want to know and this is you so (laughs)
2: that's what i hustle hard i hustle hard like i like during sundance like you can tell in my interviews on the show you, like when I'm in the silver top, there's some of those where I'm like, oh my gosh, you can see no sleep all over my face. Like I literally had like 45 minutes of sleep, but it's oh really God. changed my life. Like I'll show you this real quick. This is like one of our Vita Sarovsky crystal bottles. Ooh, that and, um, is expensive. You know, yeah. You should see some <laughs> of the other ones. We'll have to get you guys one. They're amazing. But you know, because of Sundance, I got to meet Nadia Sarovsky and her whole team and go oh have this special God. experience with them. And Najee is amazing. And so we're like, why don't we work together? Like, yeah. we have to do like something together. Imagine and- just having
1: that bottle. Like, that's yeah. just like a prize. Like, I just carry that around
0: and be like, yeah, like you yeah. no can talk
1: to me. Like, sorry, <laughs> that's what uh, we're, uh, leads us to. Okay, what do you think about like Katie Maloney? She's on pump <laughs> Rules. She's was like, Oh, I've never heard of Lisa Barlow. And I'm like, Well, you're on Vanderpump Rules. You left Utah a long time ago. You're not really like in the whole Sundance like yeah. circle. So of course you wouldn't hear of her. What did you, you think know, about that shade?
2: Um, you know, I didn't really think about it. Is that crazy? Exactly. <laughs> I, I love that. Exactly. I because, like, it. I'm, you know, like um, i I worked really hard. And when you can, you know, David Levy, who was an amazing friend of mine, and I adore him. Like, he was the head president of Turner Networks. Like, we text. So, like, the fact that, like, and Janet Abiyaza who's since moved on from Turner, like when you have those kind of relationships, like Katie would never know about that. Like, yeah. Katie, like, they just wouldn't know. And mm-hmm. so, and like, you're not you know, for like, validation uh, from these people, like, you're not really walking around working. saying it, you're too, you're too busy, busy
0: literally busy working. Putting, you're sun dance putting Sundance together. So. Yeah,
2: I just yeah, exactly. And I just think it's like, um, I wouldn't expect her to hear of me, though, because she wouldn't need me. Like, yeah, I'm like, you should like, just come to a party and have fun. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'll show you why. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's it's amazing how things happen. It's like kismet. Like, we did an event for Usher, Forrest. Have you guys seen the show Burden? No. no. Amazing director Robbie put it on. You guys have to watch the movie Burden. So What um, network is it? It's part of me. Is it like HBO? Is it Hulu? Is it not- You know what? I bet you could find it online somewhere, but mm-hmm. you've got to watch it. It was intense. Like Dexter Darden's in it. Forest Whitaker, Usher, oh. um,
0: yeah. mm-hmm. right,
2: the- so many people. Dexter. it. Dexter's <laughs> of mine. Yeah. I, I love it. Dexter Darden. He's in um, he's in that new TV show, uh, the remake of um. Oh my gosh, Slater was in it. Like all those guys.
0: The the say by the bell
2: yes yes not now but this movie was super moving and John and I hosted the dinner with Vita Tequila like we paid for the dinner for the cast and crew and the people in that room were so amazing and this is why I love Sundance is we made a lot of great friends from there that will be lifetime friends Um, and, and you know just to have that experience Usher is the most kind hearted person I've ever met in my life. Dexter's been a great friend of mine since that dinner. I always like him championing him. He came to the Swarovski party with me in LA. Mm -hmm. um, And he brought his friend Ramel, who has the best music out right now. I love him. I post about them a lot. But that's why I love Sundance is because it gives you an opportunity to meet so many people. And the hope is always that you can help promote them too and help build them up. And like, there's times where we have DM conversations where I'm like, you're amazing. You're going to get this. Like, everything's great for you. and you know, that dinner was impactful for us too, because so many great things came from that dinner. Um, The movie is like, it's the best time ever for that to come out. It's like, I feel like everyone should watch it. Like, I think it's like seeing a struggle and, you know, people can change, I think is the biggest thing. And you're not defined by how you grew up and who you grew up with. You can change, you can get out of that and change your mentality about things too, is probably the biggest thing.
0: It seems like the energy there is so positive. It seems like it's just people that are there that want to create and they want to yeah. create together.
2: Creative yeah. energy is the best energy. That's what I gravitate to. Yes. So we're going to get
1: to my favorite question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Ken has been waiting for this. Yeah. I so I'll say. just take the mic. <laughs> the bella twins
1: like oh my god i'm so obsessed (laughs) with them like it's i just have a special connection with them because it's like i grew up watching wwe like everyone who listens to the podcast heard me tell the story fast forward a little bit i grew up watching wwe like i love the divas like they had all this attitude and they were like kicking ass and taking names and i'm like oh my god okay so then i grew out of wwe You know, um, didn't watch it anymore, was kind of jealous of Nikki Bella because I thought I was going to marry John Cena. So I I love that. (laughs) So then E comes out with like total divas. And I'm like, hmm, this looks interesting. So I ended up binging like total divas. And like, I'm like, oh, my God, I remember the Bella twins when I was growing up. And now, you know, they're having their own, like, like they have their own families. Mickey just had that beautiful baby. I'm not jealous of her anymore. She has Artem. Like, <laughs> Artem is, like, so amazing. They have a beautiful family. They got pregnant at the same time. They had their babies a day apart. And I was watching season three when you guys launched Nicole and Breezy. I saw you on the show and I'm like, that's our homegirl, Lisa Barlow. It's on the, it's on the season. <laughs> That's my friend. Yes, it's on season three. And I'm like, oh my God, I happened to ask Lisa about it because I did get to. Ask you. Shout out to the Zoom room. or uh, Our friends on Instagram. They yes, do this thing yes. where they try to get you know some Bravo celebrities to come in the Zoom room. Lisa was one of the first to do it. So nice, love her. <laughs> uh,
2: um, that was so amazing. We had so much fun that night. Exactly. That was yeah. amazing. You talked for
1: so long, and then even like getting off the call, we stayed on a little bit. And we were like she's so nice, she's so <laughs> down to earth. But then I wanted to like pull you aside to get you on blah Black, so I can ask you about all these cool things that. <laughs> Talking about right now, and like, how did you meet Nicole and Bree? Can you please tell them I said hi? Give I will. You hand should hand. you
2: should literally, we should all go live one day. They would please. love it. I would, love would it and you know what? Shout <laughs> them out, send me a picture with you and their products that you like to use, and I will definitely send to them. They will love it. So she would, that she I should, would
0: absolutely love that. Like, <laughs> so
2: let's make that happen. I'm in, let's make that happen. They are. The, you know, what like attracts like, and I love to be around people that have passion and drive and like a strong work ethic. And I love to build people up. So, you know, that usher dinner I was talking to you about yeah. Forrest Whitaker's agent is their agent. Forrest oh. Whitaker's agent is Dwayne Johnson's agent. He's amazing. His name is Brad Clater. And Brad and I like, like had the best time at that dinner, stayed in touch. And he called me and he's like, Hey, I work with Nikki and Brie Bella. And I didn't really know who they are because I I don't watch a ton of TV. I watch some Bravo before I go to bed because it's easy. I'm like, oh, I can watch their problems. Forget about mine. Yeah. Um for Disney. And um, so Brad and I he talked to me. I flew to LA and I met with Nikki. I was staying at Hotel Bel Air. Mm-hmm. She came and met with me. She was still with John Cena. Mm-hmm. And um I'm like, I want to work with you. Like, I absolutely love you. We gotta create together. And they had a really strong business. They're busy, so they can't be involved in the day to day. But I'm great at the day to day. So they, we took hours and hours. Jack came to some of the meetings with me, like because we met in LA multiple times with Nikki and Bree. They are everything you think they are and more. They exactly. are.
1: Very similar, like that's why I'm just like I know why she's friends with them because like they they're go getters, you Their know. Quick. Like even though they had they and were kind, they were forced to retire. So you know that was kind of you know. Going to the next phase of your life, they yeah. have the wine company now, just like you have the beauty tequila. And then now you guys have collaborated on the hair and um, body products that we reviewed in one of our older um, podcasts, which we love the body products so much. Yes, oh, um, so we, yeah, so <laughs> I mean, do you talk to them like regularly? That's my yeah, last they keep question. Yeah, she's
2: texting me them. while we're talking. Like, oh she's literally. Like I'm not
1: kidding you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't I understand. Like I
2: keep trying to tell everyone. I'm like, watch. Tall minute, do you hear if I tell her
1: I'm on with you guys? Can you please tell her you have her biggest yes. fan right now? That I what? Me and my mom literally sat down and watched the last episode when um like they brought the babies home and Artem has like he got to go back to Dancing with the Stars and like she was she was so emotional and like so real. It was so amazing love that show can't recommend it enough Aaron cannot
0: like, <laughs> Aaron is
2: just like okay <laughs> I
0: support it I support it because yeah. I know this is because he has I've his shows that he's passionate about absolutely love so I'm here for it you're
2: we'll on see. the group text
0: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> this is all happening on with the it, podcast we'll no, see this. it
2: goes down
0: on the podcast but yeah. Yeah.
2: no but I love that and they are so real and those are so real moments for them you know, just talking to them all the time because we own a business with them. Well, Brie has little birdie who's like everything. She's so sassy. She definitely is a Bella twin, like Mm. blonde, but she is the third sister, like the way she interacts with them. But just, you know, going, having them go through owning a business with them and being pregnant during a pandemic while filming a reality show, that's a lot. But they are amazing and they're funny, They're really dry humor, which I have. And like, (laughs) they're amazing. And I love Nikki with Artem and Bree with Brian. Like Artem is so amazing for Nikki because she has that like passionate side of her and that like romantic side of her, which is incorporated in the brand, like with the Bella red and I'm like wearing it. <laughs> and, um, yes. but they're, they're absolutely amazing. We're going to make that happen. You're going to, I would, you I have would to. die. Talk to them. That's and it. Send me pictures of the product <laughs> and they will pose. Okay.
0: <laughs> sure. Watch her take pictures like right after Yeah, I was itching to go <laughs> right <laughs> now, but
1: <laughs> So can you tell us how Real Housewives of Salt Lake City came together? Um, I know it was the year before last that we're seeing. So, you know, guys, don't be cringing. This is pre-corona time, which is also what I love that we don't have to see masks and all these remind (laughs) me of like the day that we're living in. (laughs) So just tell us how you ended up being on there. Did you ever see yourself on TV
2: as a housewife or even just on TV, on reality TV? Right. You know, I it didn't feel that foreign to me because I've been around it for like over 13 years, like the yeah. film industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen like, you know, um, I see how hard it is. Like I knew it was going to be a job. I didn't know how much work it was going to be, but I knew it was going to be a lot of work. Um, but yeah, I did. And, you know, at the same time that we started talking about this show, two other production companies had reached out to me to do other projects. And I felt like it was the right time in my life. Um, where my kids are at an age where, you know, when they're little, little like infants and even till two and three, like I have always I'm there for my kids every day. Like I drive them. I'm very hard on myself as a mother. Like I I expect so much more than but they your hands on. Amanda's like
1: made. you you make time for your kids, as we see on the show and like in real life, even now, you know, your son was just Henry was just here. So <laughs> he, you're he's on outside my- the door sitting
2: and listening. <laughs> <laughs> but they, but I love being a mother. I had kids because I wanted children. Like I'm, I'm sad. I didn't have more. I'm glad I have two. Um, we got really busy and Jack to me when I had him, I'm like, Oh my gosh, he's, I was carrying him on my hip till he was like six until I was pregnant with his brother. And then people are like, why are you still carrying your six-year-old? And I'm like, (laughs) he's a baby. Like (laughs) he's always going to be a baby. (laughs) It was probably like how your family was with you, Gaia, like, yeah, you around like she's the baby. I'm like always there. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got pregnant with Henry and literally I was getting my nails done and the girl did my nails forever. And she's like, you're going to have a baby this year. And I'm like, um, it's March and there's no way that's happening. She's like, you're having a baby this year and it's going to be a boy and it's going to be a Sagittarius. And I was like, no. What? Yeah. Eight weeks later, I found out I was pregnant and I was having a little boy. I know you thought
0: about that moment. And he was supposed to be in
2: January. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. I should have her predict the rest of my life. Hopefully it's good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's like, do I want to know? I go back to her and be like, hey.
1: Yeah, that's so funny. Like a couple housewives have had those kind of moments. Like on Real Housewives of Atlanta, like Candy was told that she would remarry and that her husband was there. And her husband was working in production and that's how she married Todd. So that's cool.
2: I I love Candy and I love her with her she's husband. She's a boss she, like you. Like- she's, oh, she's way better than I am. Like she <laughs> is amazing. And like the fact that she can write music like that, mm-hmm. like people don't realize like Skylar Gray is like Candy. They like have yeah, their own the songs, but then they're doing so much behind the scenes. She is, when I watch her, I'm like, don't, don't fuck with her
1: (laughs) exactly exactly yeah Yeah. how did the real housewives of salt lake city like concept like was it brought to you i think it was by meredith
2: no you know what happened is i was um getting a blowout and my friend called me i (laughs) like they own a restaurant we sell our tequila to them they're big supporters of us and like vice versa and i also do a lot of sundance events with them they're either catering it or they're hosting in the restaurant so her husband Um, Teak works with this guy named Jason who worked for the production company and she texted me and she's like, Hey, my friend Teak's friend from childhood would love to talk to you about potentially doing something in Utah and like your brain. And so I was getting a blowout when he called and we talked for over an hour and a half and he's like, we have to do something in Utah And then from there, I started recommending, you know, I thought it was going to be a show more about like women in business. We didn't know what it was going to be at that time, but I knew they wanted strong women. So um, I just started recommending so many of my beautiful girlfriends that are like powerhouses that build stuff like at that Yurt event, my one girlfriend that was there. Ashley Cole, she owns Cecilia New York Shoes and Glitz and Glam. She built that business herself, even though her dad owns JetBlue, like the airline. Oh, my God. She doesn't have to do anything, but she wants to. Yeah. And she literally, her dad, she's one of, I think, I want to say 11 children. Her sister, Vanessa, was there too. But they work so hard and she's self-made. And I just love strong women. So I was like, this is going to be amazing. I love this. I recommended Heather Gay. I had met Heather Gay through my friend, Angela, who I set up with her husband. Um, her husband's family and I are very close. So my best friend married his brother. I know that's kind of, I just totally needed, you need a flowchart for that. Okay.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like that's confusing, but Angela was friends with Heather Gay and Heather Gay does a Black Friday sale every year for Christmas. And so Angela hit me up and was like, Hey, my friend has this new Um, you know, it was called Visage Day Spa back then. It was like in 20, end of 2016, she changed the name in 2017. She texted me and she's like, my friend is like a single mom entrepreneur. Would you want to help her? And I said, absolutely. I didn't know Heather at all, but I loved Angela. And if Angela's saying you got to help, I'm like in, so we sent bartenders a bar, um, you know they're they're contract bartenders. Let me just make that clear. Like you yeah. don't have yeah. any bartenders. we're
1: that yeah. that's how it works, you guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, we have bartenders on staff.
0: Just yeah. in case anybody was wondering. Just in <laughs> case you know.
2: anyone was wondering, and then, um, so we sent that, and then in January, one of my clients, Turner Networks, likes to do fun things, and I called Angela and I said, "Hey, did you think your friend?" would want to do something at Sundance with Turner. And then Turner decided it probably wasn't a good idea to do vitamin B shots because people drink so much to get that vitamin B shot. You like <laughs> wake up <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> like a little boost. in the morning. And so it didn't end up working out with them. But Meredith was doing a pop-up with Root at Rooted, a boutique on Main Street. And I donated the bar for that. And then I was also putting films in there, like a few indie films at night for the parties to get the celeb aspect in there. So, um, I said to Heather, I'm like, it didn't work out with this, but if you want, you can come in here and do injections and cl- people will actually pay yeah. and instead of you paying to be there. They'll pay for the injections. So, um, that's like how I met Heather. And then I was like thinking like, oh, this could be great for her and her business to showcase what she's doing. Cause she was still starting out. Like it was still such a baby, baby business. And then, um, I think she recommended one of the guys that worked at beauty lab was great friends with Jen. Like, I don't think Heather was friends with Jen, but there's a gentleman named Marillo who works with Jen now that um, worked for Heather, but they had been friends for years. I don't know how, but they were friends. And he told Heather, like, call this girl, Jen Shaw. She's so everything for this great. show. Yeah. <laughs> That's where Jen came from. And then Whitney, I didn't know Whitney at all. Um, she's had, I think she was friendly with, Heather, but not close. And then Heather had recommended her. And um, they found out they were close after her father passed away. Heather's father passed away last summer. So, but that's the group. (laughs) I know this is impossible,
0: but I wish there was a prequel showing all of this because this sounds like you guys have like... A really genuine connection and chemistry.
2: Yeah, just to see how it all yeah. came together. Yeah, like. just how it all kind of came together, and I think a lot of it. The good thing is, like you know, Meredith and I are obviously friends, and Meredith and I shared the same friend, Megan, whose husband's Teak, who knew Jason and <laughs> <laughs> you know, connection. That's, so like, yeah, that you know, it's just you know they call it Small Lake City for a reason. Um, but you know, it's funny because like we're all so different, so we probably didn't all hang out before. But I think it's cool for people to see so many different types of personalities. Like, I think yes. that's really cool. And backgrounds, like
1: you guys yeah. really broke the mold with the the religious center. Right. Everyone is something different or mix of both. We love that. Um, and then also cultures, you know, Jen Shaw is, you know, in her family, like her husband is black. Like we have Mary Cosby, like she's black. And it's just like, it represents what my world is. Like, I don't just have, a certain right. type of friends, a certain you know <laughs> religious background friends. Like this is real life, so that's what we pushed in our like episodes. Everything, even the I basis of this it. podcast is like Bravo Wild Black. How it's can we like,
0: include? For,
2: how can yeah? Like, <laughs> I, I <laughs> love what you guys are doing. I think it's so killer. I think it's so great. It's necessary, but that's how my life naturally is too. Like it's yeah. it's a mix of, and I love different. One thing I loved about going to BYU was the cultures there. Like, it's like a melting pot of cultures and countries and people. And one thing I'd love to point out about Jen, she does bring something unique. She's the first Polynesian housewife we've ever had. You know, Jason Momoa and Dwayne Johnson move yes. over. Exactly. We got Jen we got, Shaw. Like we have
1: our <laughs> superhero <laughs> Polynesian powerhouse. We love Jen Shaw. You know, she sent us some Shaw, Shaw squad, squad merch. So yeah, <laughs> shout out to Jen Shaw. So she, has you-
2: like, she has such a big personality too. I'm obsessed with her. And, you know, Mary brings something different. Like yeah. um, Mary to me is a calming, Mary's calming, but I love that Mary's super direct. Like Mary has no filter. And I love directness because I don't want to guess, like, how are you feeling today? Did I upset you? She's like, you made me mad. And this is why. And I'm like, oh, good. Let's talk about it. Yeah, like I deal better with that than the dancing. Like, the dancing doesn't work for me. Who do you talk to the most on the cast? Um, Probably Meredith and Jen. And then Mary, I I send text messages to randomly. Um, I think they're all great. Like, I love... Um, Jen and Jen and Meredith probably the most though for sure, and then like I love sending Mary DMs and making sure she's doing good, you know, and checking in on her. But those two probably the most.
1: Well, listeners, I was on Watch What Happens Live again. Unfortunately, Aaron had to
2: work. Yeah. Uh, like, he always <laughs> has to work when and they, they reach always ask. So out I just now. had my
1: roommate come sit next to me, like, I need someone next to me. But when I was on Watch What Happens Live in the audience, you know, they had the shout out to the Bravo breakdown and Bravo historian Samantha Bush, Sasha Morfa. Love you guys. Did amazing. Um, Andy actually announced, because Danny Pellegrino asked, if there was going to be a Salt Lake City second season, and Andy literally right then and there was like, "Oh, they're definitely coming back," and that was like the we yes. knew you guys were coming back because you guys have it all. You brought it, but that was have it was obvious. To. It would be it, it would be crazy for them not to bring you guys back. But that was the first time he like said it, and like that's when like the news broke. So I was like, "Oh my god!" So
2: can you tell us if you're going to be on season two? Well, I definitely know they want me to be on season of course, <laughs> so, which I'm, I'm, it's, it's an honor to be on the show. Like, um, you know, for me, I'm trying to think how I want to put this into words. I understand, um, what a great franchise it is and how hard people have worked to make it that way. Yes. So to be on the show, it's literally like an honor. Like I don't, you know, I'm like grateful for the opportunity and it's a fun way to showcase my life. And I, the only reason I want to be on was I'm like, I hope there's somebody somewhere that's like, you know, John and I call it seashells, like when you're, or starfish, I mean, not seashells. Like when you're walking on the beach, if you can like, when you're walking on the beach, if you can save one starfish, then you've done a good job. And I'm like, I just hope there's somebody that's like, I'm learning from her Like I'm not afraid anymore if Lisa's doing it and just watching Nikki and Brie and like, you know, I look at their social media. I look at our brand social media and to see how inspiring they are. That's like why I wanted to be on it. Like I was hoping like maybe somewhere, maybe I can't see you in Kentucky, but I can inspire you from Utah to say, you know what? She has two kids. She's working. I'm okay, And I can do it, too. And that's like, you can do it all. Like you you it. can be a mother and you can be yeah. a business
1: woman. Like you can, you can
0: have sure it all. Yeah. You don't have to put yourself in year. a box.
2: Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people put themselves in a box. Like we own hair care, we own liquor, we invest in tech, we build homes. Like, and by the way, I need to say this. Yes. Our house was under construction. We didn't know we were going to have a TV show that happened fast, but so many people are like, does she squat? Like, <laughs> <No>. like <"Hop, laughs> Everyone's, everyone's, everyone's having the here. time. We were literally bouncing between our house and a hotel. Like we didn't have a roof on our house when Rob was started filming. Like Oh my God. Yeah. And they, everyone they, is I doing was it. talking to them at the reunion. I'm like, hey, you kinda like glazed over the fact that like my house was ripped apart. Yeah. Like, can you include like, that? So that <laughs> but even the way my bedroom looks now from in scene, I'm like, Okay, yeah, it's different.
0: <laughs> that's why I thank you for coming on the podcast because now people know Yeah, like what the you deal know, is. what the deal is. You don't
1: get everything doesn't make the cut and you know, that's just yeah, kind of how T V works in and- that show business you have to That's show
2: business yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know when you see how many hours like you know like we did that scene right before henry's i shouldn't say scene we had dinner as a family right before henry's birthday party we filmed for six hours and so many funny things were said and then they reduce it to henry we're going to do your birthday party this week and he's like <laughs> he's doing like a. I'm like, what are you, um, a uh, ventriloquist? <laughs> but like, that's all you see from all of the dinner and you don't get to see a lot. And, but you know, it's been an amazing experience. Like I have loved every second of it. It's hard. It's definitely hard.
1: I couldn't even imagine like you gotta
2: have a backbone. Yeah. Get in a backbone.
1: Yeah. That confidence. I love definitely. how everyone
2: thinks I'm so mean. They're like, she's She's like, I am the opposite. Like when people are like, you're pretentious, you're obsessed with yourself. Like at Mary's luncheon, I literally poured my heart out. John Jen and I had this like amazing bonding moment where I'm telling, you know, people typecast people. I don't like that. I don't do that to people or label people. I it's my biggest pet peeve. I'm like, let people be themselves. Like maybe today I'm a fashionista, maybe tomorrow I'm a chef. Like, Mm -hmm. let me evolve, let me be. And the conversation was Really amazing because that's when Jen and I started to become closer friends. Because she's like, I feel that. That's how I feel. People think we're one way and treat us based off their feelings, not off of who we actually are. And that was that was hard for me. And I was expressing that. And then they pared down to where I'm like, I'm just not changing. I love the way I am. And I'm like, No, there was so much more <laughs> to it. Yeah. But Part I said, I more than that. To And everyone should be authentic to themselves. Like, for sure. so important. Everyone should feel like they can be themselves.
1: I think everyone's like, Hmm. even from very early on in the beginning episodes, obviously the first episode was like, Oh, you know, Lisa's a mean girl because she said that I don't know her. She's pulling that I don't know her card. But then by like this, this, by like the second episode, you're just ordering like a diet Coke with a a bunch of ice in it. You like, you have these relatable (laughs) moments that, you know, your personality does get to shine through, you know, later on in the season. So, you know, we know that you're not the mean girl that they tried to portray you at first, you know, you're really down to earth and relatable. Can you tell us anything about the reunion?
2: Anything juicy? Anything that you can give us, even oh, if it's I about can this, I can tell you this, it was long. We all got to do it in person, which is amazing. Um, I didn't know Love there your was outfit an opportunity and to be in person is so much more impactful. Doing things over Zoom, I feel bad for any of the franchises that have had to do it that way because you really can't get closure. I feel like I said everything I needed to say. Um, I think I talked more than anybody else. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and I just feel like, um, I think some people probably don't feel like they have that full closure. I think some people still don't take the time to see certain people. Um, And I think you're going to see, be shocked at who ends up making up at the end. I think you're going to be shocked. We happily, I'm happy about it. I like to build bridges, not build like things that divide people. So I was really happy with what happened um, and I mean, we could have been there another whole day and probably, I mean, it was a long day and Andy was super charming. He's adorable. He looked adorable and <laughs> Loving. Um, the, our set, I think was the most beautiful set I have ever seen on a housewives. Yeah. Cause it matches you know your what? background. Did Salt Lake so well, like we got Lizzo, we got Post Malone, we got the beautiful set, we got an in-person reunion. We got to film all of our interviews in a studio, you know, yes. COVID friendly, of course. And it's just been a really great experience. I feel like they tried really hard to make it a great experience. Their job is just to showcase us telling our stories. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see what season two brings, if I'm on it.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. You, you gotta be on it, so. <laughs> please.
2: <laughs> miss my one-liners, they would be like sad. <laughs> It wouldn't. Yeah. There would be no Salt Lake
0: City
1: without Lisa Barlow. So, Aww. like, we are to, and long to, to the second season. <laughs> so, we are going to be wrapping up the Bravo Wild Black podcast. We want to um move this to the Patreon where we get to know even more about Lisa herself and not Lisa on TV. But thank you guys for listening. Thank you for coming to the Always. Bravo Wild Black podcast. I,
2: thank you for inviting me. I feel honored. Thank we you. You guys are the cutest, and I love what you're wearing. You guys look so amazing.
1: Listen, <laughs> I'm going to show you. I'm going to get up and show. You my outfit. Like,
2: <laughs> Let me see. I have, a, I have, I have a dress. Both I mean, of
1: you. When we when we get on break, we'll show your you outfit. But um, thank you so much. We really love you, and we love you on the show. And just thank you for just taking the time out of your day yes. to do this. Oh um, gosh, I feel honored. Thank you. So, listeners, I have taken on a new gig. I am doing. Well, I'm freelancing social media for um, the Dip. You guys heard me talk about yes, The Dip yes. before, but they have, you know, hired me on for the time being, the freelance social media. If you guys could follow at The Dip on Instagram, T-H-E-D-I-P-P, um, you'll be talking to me most of the time. I'm going to be posting memes on me talking about TV. We cover everything from like Outlander and shows on Stars and shows on Netflix And obviously the housewives, because there is. In
0: in Bridgerton?
1: Yeah, in Bridgerton. That's (laughs) that's that's the most we cover right now. (laughs) But I'm doing social media for the dip. So please give them a follow. And also give us a follow on Instagram at Bravo Wild Black. And Lisa, can you tell them about some of your businesses? A a little blurb about whatever you want to advertise. You know, we got Vita's tequila. We got Nicole and Breezy. You do it all, honey. So just bring it to the (laughs) table.
2: Well, my baby is Vita tequila. It's a luxury highland made tequila. We've been in the business before tequila was cool and everything about it from the liquid inside to the topper is perfection. And one thing I like to point out with our tequila is we own our own crops. So we control the whole process from farm to the bottle, which is pretty amazing. And it's also kosher paying some it homage is. to my Jewish roots. It so is. it's Holy land and Passover kosher. Um, And then I love what my kids are doing. My husband was given up at birth for adoption, adopted, returned, and then um, adopted again. He did a small stint in foster care and it really upset my older son when he was growing up, like how anyone could give his dad away. He would Mm -hmm. watch meet the Robinsons and cry the whole time and be like, daddy, how could anyone give you up? You're so amazing. So when we started working on the product with Nikki and Brie, um, Jack was like, I really want to do something. And I they pitched us. Henry named the brand. Jack helped build it. And um, they're a part of every process from the fragrance to working with the lab on consistency. And I'm really proud of them. And every unit we sell, we give one to displaced youth. Um, we focus heavy on foster system because it's broken and it needs a lot of love. Those kids don't get $15 a day. It costs more to board our dog Kendall. It's three times that to board Kendall. So we have to support foster youth and to give them something special where they feel like they have something luxurious of their own. So we do that, buy one, give one. And then, you know, I'm just like, I love working with Nikki and Brie and I feel like my hair is so shiny because (laughs) it is. And,
0: um,
2: but I feel grateful. I'm, I'm, I'm so blessed that we get to work. Like I, you know, people are like work less and I'm like, I'm so grateful. I get to have a job. I'm so grateful. I get to work. I'm proud of it too amazing and thank you so much and you guys can find her at you obviously
1: already follow her on instagram but at
0: sabarlo
1: <laughs> and nicole and
2: breezy at nikki what's what's their instagram it's so confusing because it's nikki and Bree. yeah um Bree's nickname is breezy and nikki's obviously nicole mm-hmm. so we um nicole and breezy um we tried to do the Nikki goes by Coco, but I'm like, I don't really want a lawsuit from Chanel. So can we come <laughs> up with something else? Um, so, but the brand is amazing. And they're actually doing a photo shoot for the brand right now. Nikki was sending pictures. So
1: amazing. But nice. you
2: guys, thank you so much. And I can't wait. I'm going to talk to Nikki and Bree, but send them a little, send me a little video message. I can send them. They will love that.
0: Of Trust course. And, and guys, if you want to check out any of the products, we'll list the Instagram pages in yeah, the, end of the underneath description. So this you episode. have
1: it. And we're going to end Bravo While well Black yes. and we're going to go into the Patreon, which is going to be like.